When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to the H2P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here on DKPittsburghSports.com, coming to you on yet another Sunday where we're talking about your beloved Pitt Panthers. And what a Sunday it is. It's crazy how not even 24 hours went by after the amazing celebration that Pitt fans had over Kenny Pickett being drafted in the first round to the Pittsburgh Steelers, coming right back here to continue his professional career, or to begin his professional career, excuse me, but to continue his football career. And to be a shining example of what you can make of yourself if you stick it out, if you do the right things, if you grind every day, and if you embody what it means to be a Pitt Panther. And now he will be practicing and working to start in the same facility that he played in and worked with for over five years. Now, we should be celebrating that. And Damari Mathis getting drafted in the fourth round to the Denver Broncos. And Cal Adamitis going to the Bengals. And all the Pitt Panthers who are, who, got, who are getting opportunities as undrafted free agents and otherwise. But here we are. We're going to be talking about NIL deals. For Pitt fans listening to this, you most likely know what's going on. Rumors started swirling, I believe it was Friday, that Jordan Addison was considering leaving Pitt through the transfer portal because he was getting some major offers and NIL deals from other parts of the country. Those rumors became more substantiated as more people began asking around. People that I talked to said, yes, this is a real thing. So I wrote about it. And then the firestorm began. We hear Texas might have offered him money. And not just a little bit of money, but we're talking seven figures of money. Then there's a report that USC has made it significantly more than what Texas offered. And then there were 12 schools in, and Pitt had beaten out most of those schools, but USC's offer was just too rich that Pitt couldn't couldn't hold up to it, and Jordan Addison was going to be gone. 
And I don't need to tell you how important Jordan Addison is to Pitt football because he was the Blitnikoff Award winner for the most outstanding receiver of the 2021 season, led the country in touchdown receptions, and is a fantastic ball player. But then we hear reports that maybe Pitt has matched the offer and that maybe that there's there, there's work being done to try to keep Jordan Addison. What I can tell you of right now, as I sit here at 11.56 p.m. Eastern Time here in Pittsburgh, as I record this, and I waited as late as I could to record this because I wanted to get as much information as I could before the show. As of now, Jordan Addison has not entered a transfer portal. But we have heard reports that Jordan Addison is in Los Angeles. Which begs the question, how is he in Los Angeles if he's talking to USC before he has entered the transfer portal when the rules are a university cannot talk to or approach or any or use any third party to approach a player that is in, the, in another program and not in the transfer portal? Now, this is part of what the NIL deals, the name, image, and likeness situation brought about was that with NIL deals, private corporations, people that want to, that want to pay athletes for their, for their name, image, and likeness to be part, to be part, to, to represent them and have them be a, you know, their, their spokesperson or whatever, that they can make money off them, that they can talk to them and they can talk to their, their agents and that these athletes can have agents that help set these things up. And what I'm telling you is, is that it's very possible that through all of this, with all the quote-unquote tampering, and people might think, oh, this is easily tampering. The way the rules were written, and this was what Pat Narduzzi was worried about, this is what Nick Saban was worried about, this is what Dabo Swinney was worried about, this is what a lot of college coaches have been worried about. That the way the rules were written, were written it would be very easy to skirt by. And that as long as the university wasn't directly associated or a life coach or someone that the university could appoint, that if it was purely a business proposition from another place and it was simply, hey, we'd love to pay you to be our spokesperson or be our representative. But you got to be in this city to do that. And well, this university just happens to be right here. There's nothing that that's not against the rules. It seems like it should be. But the way I read them, it is not. And so you have this wild, wild west that I said, if you've listened to this podcast for some time, I talked about this last year when, when this all started. I said, this is going to be a wild, wild west. Now, And I want to clarify, I am not saying that there is anything wrong with Jordan Addison going and getting his money. I am not saying that there's anything wrong with any player going and making sure that they're taking care of themselves and their family. And if someone's out there saying, well, Chris, I mean, he was he was the top receiver in the country. He was he was a superstar at Pitt. Yes and yes. Pitt is, Pitt is not the bad guy in this situation. They've done nothing wrong. Jordan Addison has an NIL deal here in the city of Pittsburgh. They went and got a big name, big arm transfer quarterback in the portal. They went and got him some more help in the receiver room so that no, when teams face Pitt, they're not just staring at Jordan Addison. They're also looking at Kanate Mumfield along with Jared Wayne, along with Jalen Bradley, along with Jalen Barton, along with anyone else that they throw out there because they got some bad dudes in the receiver room. Pitt did all the things right, but you know what? Again, 
a lot of these athletes over the years, there's so many sad stories of players who busted their butts their entire college careers and never got the opportunity to cash in, even when they were a player like Jordan Addison who was being heralded as a top player who will be a future first-round pick. Go look at Justin Ross at Clemson right now. Last year, receiver receiver Clemson, everyone said, oh, that guy's going to be a first-rounder. He's going to be a superstar. Guess where he went this year? Undrafted. And that doesn't mean he's not going to get an opportunity, but futures ain't promised just because you're having some success in college football. So I have no problem with Jordan Addison or any, any player or any collegiate athlete who is trying to capitalize on a financial opportunity to not only secure wealth for themselves, but for their parents and for their for the, for their for their future to establish generational wealth. You don't get too many opportunities at that in life. The problem ain't with the kids. The problem ain't with the players. Because some of many kids, some of them are grown adults. The problem is with the system. It always has been. This was the worry about the NIL deals as it stood was that it was too vague. There was too much stuff out there that was going to be allowed for for big money to come in and shake up college football like this. And that's what a lot of people, this is not just a Pittsburgh story, y'all. This is a national story because Jordan Addison is a, is a person, is a name that everyone sees now. If you're a college football fan, you're like, okay, that's a bad dude over there. This is a big deal because everyone's looking at like, man, if Pitt can win the ACC championship, have all this success, have their third Bolitnikoff award winner, be ranked in the top 10 in ESPN's football power index rankings going into the preseason, get big names out the transport and they, they lose out. They're the team that's getting poached. What stands the chances of other universities like them, like West Virginia, their nemesis who they renew their rivalry at the backyard brawl with in a few months. What's to stop any mid-tier Power 5 team that's not Ohio State or Alabama or USC or Michigan or any or any any program like that that can foot the bill to just buy whatever players they want? That's the fear that's going around the country by seeing this. It's like, man, like really, Pitt? And it's one thing if the player, if, if a player of their own volition said, hey, I'm rolling out because the coach has changed, or you know what? I don't feel like this is the best place for me. It's one thing if you said that. But if Jordan Addison can be poached, if someone could just come in, offer a bag of a bag of a bag of cash, it changes the entire college football landscape. Now, again, none of this is official. All of this is what we hear. They're rumors. They're just circulating. It's gossip. It's what is what every reporter is trying to figure out that covers college sports right now. But the fear that is being posted around is that this could be what's coming for all of college football. That there will never be a program that can have more than one year of success before their best players are poached off to the schools that can foot the bill. And we still don't know what's going to happen with Jordan Addison. There was rumors flying around that Pitt matched USC's offer, but he's in Los Angeles and there's all these other stuff. We don't know what's going to happen. It looks like he's going to go to USC. It looks like that could be the big deal. But I will tell you what will happen. It's how Pitt's going to respond to it. And when I say Pitt, 
I'm not talking about the administrators and suing or anything like that. I'm not going to try to big brain y'all and act like I know exactly how it's going to play out. I, I have a law degree from the University of Pittsburgh, and I don't know how that's going to play out. I do think that they would have a good good cause if they could pr prove some hard, hard evidence. But this is, again, this is a wild, wild west. This is uncharted territory. We don't know how NIL deals are going to work here. But what I can tell you is, is that I think this, you, this, this further united a pit locker room. Because there were more players that were that could, that had the potential to be poached that were being talked to, at least the rumors say. And some of those players took to Twitter to basically say, "I ain't going nowhere. I ain't leaving." And to me, the way they said it says a lot about Pitt football. We'll talk about who those players were. And how what I think it says about this season, regardless if Jordan Addison stays or leaves, right here after this break on the H2P podcast. I'm Chris Carter. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to the H2P Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here on DKPittsburghSports.com. Remember, you can download this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. But back to this NIL situation. So I broke down for you my thoughts on Jordan Addison. Again, I ain't mad at him. This is about the system. It's about how crazy it is. It's how big money is corrupting sports in a way. And again, ain't nothing wrong with a player getting paid. The corruption is was has always been there. It's just being done in a different way. And it's being more out in the open. And we're talking about it in a different way. But amid this storm that is happening because of NIL, happening because of big money being put or pushed around in sports, amid this storm... Pitt could have crumbled. Because the, Jordan Addison ain't the only superstar player on this team. There's Kalijah Kansi. There's Haba Baldonado. You could talk about Brandon Hill. Eric Hallett, who was the ACC, champion, ACC championship MVP. Servassier Dennis. I could keep going on the list. There's player after player after player on this team. That's why this team is ranked top 10 in the preseason. And I apologize if there's a pit player out there saying, hey, say my name, Chris. I'm, uh, listen, man, I, 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 I got a lot of respect for all of y'all. But I got to get the show keep keep going here. But what we, we have heard is that there were two defensive players, that, at least two defensive players, who were being approached with more NIL deal money. One was Kalijah Kansi. The other was Brandon Hill. And again, these are rumors. These are not anything substantiated. There's no official thing like the transfer portal. I know exactly when a player is in the transfer portal because it has to be posted and it's public. And we all know. There ain't nothing about this NIL deal stuff that we all know about. But when those rumors were flying around all Sunday, and I tell you, losing Jordan Addison is one thing, but losing Kalijah Kansi and Brandon Hill, whew, they, would, they would be some serious blows. 
But at approximately 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Kalijah Kansi tweeted out H2P. And then just a few hours later, Safety Brandon Hill tweeted out H2P. Basically putting to bed any rumor that they were going to be on the way out to Pittsburgh. Out of Pittsburgh, excuse me. Now, there is a chance that Jordan Addison tweets that at some point, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it at this point because I think it's a tough look to sell to come back to the program with all this. This uh, I mean, this is now a national firestorm. This is now a national story of what's going on. And there's no doubt that people in the locker room know stuff that I don't. But what does it say when your guys are standing up in those moments and saying, we're not we're not going nowhere? To me, it says a lot about what, what I've been saying for a while, that Pat Narduzzi has truly built a culture that is loved, that is respected, and that these players take pride in and they want to maintain. I want to read you the tweet from John Morgan III, one of those one of those edge rushers that makes Pitt such a prolific defense. Quote, I want every Pitt fan across America to know this. The team that walks out of that tunnel in September on September 1st to Thunderstruck will be a team that brings back another ACC championship and a national championship. I can promise you that I want to go down in history. Hashtag H2P. Man, if you're a Pitt fan, you ain't run through the walls. I read that out loud. If you didn't say H2P, if you didn't put your fist in the air, if you didn't do something, you need to drink some coffee, man, because you must be asleep. But that's the kind, it's not just John Morgan. He's embodying what I've seen so out of so many of these pit players, which is why, to me, I, someone came up to me and, or, or hit me up and said, hey, Chris, you hear this? And I'm about Jordan Addison. I was like, you're joking, right? I thought there was no way. And then I was like, oh, there's a way. But these, these, these players that are on the team, they feel that pride. They're not, they're not trying to go anywhere. They know they're on, they, they have, they have something on the line right now. They've, they've already done something great with Pitt. Now they want to do something greater. And again, even before they won the ACC championship, this was how I heard them talk around the locker room about the love of this program and you know knowing knowing who they, who they had by their side, trusting their coaches, trusting what they're what what they're told what you know what they're told to fight for and believe in and to work on every day, and they will get back what they work on. That's why John Patrician stayed stayed for so long. That's why Trey Tipton stayed for so long. That's why Desmond Alexander wasn't going nowhere. That's why the entire offensive line who started last year declared before the bowl game last year, they're coming back. It's part of the culture. And regardless of what happens with Jordan Addison, and when it does happen, I will write up a story for, for you on DKPittsburghSports.com. Officially, the deadline is 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, May 1st, excuse me. So, if you're listening to this on Sunday, 11.59 is the deadline for which 
as I understand it, Jordan Addison has to enter the transfer portal and submit paperwork to USC and Pitt, or submits paperwork to Pitt that he's transferring so he could be in the transfer portal and then also declare where he's going. If he's past that deadline, the way I understand it, he will not be eligible to play this year. And who knows, by the time you're listening to this, if even if it's early Sunday morning, all of this might have happened by now. Who knows? That's why I waited until about midnight going into Sunday to do anything. But again, I truly think that this is a statement from Pitt that they're keeping so many of their guys when people are coming after them. And we don't know all the programs that are in, that are in the works here. But who would have thought years ago when, when, when Pitt was in its, its, its struggles, even in the early days of the Narduzzi era, that they would have a team with all this talent on it that you know is being you know is being talked about being a top ten team in the country and maybe even a playoff team in the college football playoffs. That if big name schools came by with money in this in this crazy world now where where they, this can happen, that Pitt will be able to hold off offers like that. I think it says something for what Narduzzi's built. I think it says something for what Heather Like has built. I think it says something for what these players have built and what they believe in, as well as the entire staff, administration, everyone that goes in and out of the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex on the Pitt side and on the Steelers side. That's another story. But also in Oakland, where the university stands. If it's me... I would say that Jordan Anderson probably does end up leaving, but this unifies this team. It gets these t- players excited, and they know, like John John John, uh, John Morgan said, when they run out of that tunnel in the backyard brawl, or where they're doing the Panther prowl, and they, or when they get that first turnover and they do the turnover dunk, those Pit Panthers are going to be ready to go, and they're going to be even more inspired to be ready to go. To prove everybody wrong and to prove a point that it don't matter how many how much money you come with, they're still gonna go out there and compete. I truly think that there's a lot to be said for this program. And there's a lot to be said about how NIL is is messing up college sports. And not again, NIL itself, the the idea of giving a kids making money. That's there's nothing wrong with the kids making money. It's the way that it's structured. The fact that there is no regulation for it. There needs to be things put in place that can one make sure that more players are able to make money, but two also make sure it's not like every single year it's just mad chaos. Because how is Pitt going to be able to hold off? It's not just recruiting them one year. It's recruiting them the ne- it's it's recruiting them to stay the next year and the year after that and the year after that. And I know that that's there's always been elements of that in play. And it was just under the table, but now it's 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 over the table. It's legal, legal tampering, as some as some people might put it. Now again, I truly think the the future of Pitt is still in a good spot. Without Jordan, I, I think it. I think I, I had I had this team not as a lock, but as a very strong like likelihood that they were going to win the ACC Coastal and be banging with Clemson in the ACC Championship game this year. With Jordan, I still think they stand a good chance to win the ACC Coastal, but I think that they are going to be up against some serious competition, and having a player like him would help. 
But again, I tell you now, there's a lot of leaders on that team. There's a lot of talent on that team. That defense grew a lot last year. And the program still looks like it's going strong. Just this weekend, they get another four-star commit to the 2023 class. A pro-style quarterback named Kenny Minchie out of Tennessee. Said to be between 6'1 and 6'3. High school recruiting can be so wonky with numbers and stuff. But supposedly a kid that could come in here and be a future star quarterback for the program. By the way, if you're counting, I think that's two four-star commit hard commits over the past two weeks, maybe even less, when you consider Jasir Whittington, the defensive tackle who committed to the 2024 class out of Philadelphia. Pitt's on the rise. Pitt's doing the right things. They're fighting the right way. Whether or not there was legal tampering with USC and Lincoln Riley and Pat Narduzzi supposedly calling Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, I'm not going to pretend like I know all of that right now. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But I do know at the state of the program, that team is going to be fired up coming out of that tunnel. They're going to play with heart. They're going to play with passion. They're going to play with talent. And they're going to win a lot of football games this year. And as they're doing that and recruits across the country are seeing it, and they make their visits. They're not just going to come and see that team. They're going to come and see right next to them the Pittsburgh Steelers who are practicing. That's not out of the ordinary. But they're going to see, who's that number eight guy? Who was just at Pitt? You mean he just walked across the hall and now he's over there playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Whoa. First round draft pick? I like the sound of that. Again, I truly think there's still a ton of upside for Pitt right now. If Jordan Addison comes back, Great, awesome. Do some kumbaya in the locker room, get everyone back together, and move forward with, with some unification. If he doesn't come back, though, use it as a unifying moment, charge forward, represent Pitt, and start your season right by beating those West Virginia Mountaineers. What a statement it would be to do it without Addison and to still have a strong season despite losing the guy that everyone looked at and said, oh, that's the best player on the team. I'm not telling you that they will go down and win the ACC championship or anything like that. I'm not as I'm not as uh I'm not as strong willed and strong hearted as uh as John Morgan. I'm also just a humble reporter with a podcast over here. But I can tell you I study football. And I look, I, I watch a lot of tape and I listen to a lot of people talk and I try to learn from, uh, from what I learn from what other people talk about football. And I try to learn from what I see in football. And I like pitch chances this year again, with or without Addison. I think that they got a shot to make a serious run. I'll keep you updated here on the, on the, on the, uh, H2B podcast. I'll keep you updated here on DKPittsburghSports.com with the Jordan Addison situation and everything else going on with NIL deals. But Pitt fans, hang in there. It's still an exciting time. Kenny Pickett's a Pittsburgh Steeler. We'll talk more about that as the offseason continues. 
and there's still a lot to celebrate there. And maybe there'll be a lot more to celebrate very soon with Pitt football. Again, I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Listen to this show every Sunday, H2B Podcast on DKPittsburghSports.com's podcasting platform. Read my work on the University of Pittsburgh's football team and basketball team at DKPittsburghSports.com. Thanks for checking us out. You'll have a great Sunday. Don't forget Mother's Day. It's next weekend. It's a little early. I'm getting my mama something nice. I hope you're doing the same. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. I'll be back on in your ears next week, breaking things down here for you on the H2B Podcast.